ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. It is Tuesday, December 7th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join the program by calling the White Claw phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. White Claw Heart Seltzer. It is made pure. Our text line is open for you as well. 304-523-2275. That's 304-523-2275. We're getting closer to Marshall's appearance in the New Orleans Bowl. We're going to hear from Coach Huff a little bit later on. You had a chance to catch up with him last night during his – it was the awards banquet last night for the football team. Also, combo bowl presser. So we're going to hear a lot from Coach Huff about his thoughts on the game. But we did have a chance to catch up with him yesterday. And the good news is Grant Wells – He went out that last game, kind of concerned where he was health-wise. Coach said that Grant is good to go for the New Orleans Bowl. Yeah, he's full go. Um, We had three practices, four practices up until today, um, and he was full go in all of them. Some of them were developmental practices where we got a lot of the younger guys' reps. The older guys had one or two periods in there. He was able to go in those periods, um, had our first kind of transition practice, not really for – um, ULL, but kind of transitioning back, getting the older guys back in rhythm, and he was uh, full go. So really happy, really blessed. Uh, I think our medical team did a phenomenal job of making sure that, one, we protected him um, and then making sure he was ready to go before we got him back going. That's got to make you feel a lot better. But No, he's ready to go. He's going to be good for the bowl game, and hopefully he'll want to come back stronger than ever. So I'm happy there. Also, we talked about what – the game plan is for the next couple of weeks. You know, this is a we're used to what Doc Holiday does. It's a business trip. You know how Doc is. And I asked Coach about, you know, how do you make this fun? And at the same time, you go down there and you try to be all about the business here. And, you know, we'll hear about that later. You know, he just basically said, Hey, um, just be where your feet are. We'll talk about that later. But uh, he did outline what the game plan is. Since, again, this is a new coach. We're going under the first year of Charles Huff at a bowl now. So he talked about what the game plan is for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, so we're, we're, obviously we got to finish up recruiting. Um, you know, that's a big part of it. So uh, the rest of this week we'll be recruiting. Um, and we'll hit some practices, um, different models between now and then tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, a couple of different models to, to kind of piece together the plan that we want to have. We like to have our plan together before we, you know, take off to go to the bowl game. So when we get down there, it's more review. Um, we will leave for the bowl game. I believe they're allowing us to leave on Tuesday of next week. Um, so then we'll end up doing about a week down there um, and, and finish the game on, uh, on Saturday. Obviously a little bit different challenge because we're going to have to have signing day in New Orleans. Um, that's a little bit different, right, because December the 15th is going to fall. We're going to be at the bowl site. Um, so, obviously, the, the, the organization and the um, communication within the program is going to have to be an elite level because we're going to have to do kind of 
handle two different jobs. Obviously, National Signing Day is, is extremely important to our program, and planning this bowl game is extremely important to our program. So everybody's going to have to do their job at a very efficient and high level so that we can kind of keep the continuity flowing throughout the week or the next two weeks. I'm not saying there's a lot of pressure on Coach Huff, but I think it's very important that Marshall, under Coach Huff, gets the first bowl win. You want to see that. I think as a coach, you want to show, hey, look, proof of concept here. You've got several weeks to get ready for a bowl game. Not as much as, say, if it was later on in bowl season, but you got a couple of weeks. So you're trying to get everything installed, trying to get everything in place. And at the same time, you're doing all this recruiting. He came in late to well, – let me rephrase that. His schedule – he came in later in the evening to the awards banquet. Our presser was a little later in the evening. Uh, I know he is one who likes routines. So I don't want to actually accuse him of being late, but and he has called out a couple members of the media for being late. So let's just let's just call it what it is. He likes routine. He likes and he said this before. He says his wife thinks he's a boring person. He likes routine, and he is going from this back out on the road to do recruiting. He's out there now working on finalizing recruiting. I mean, that's what your your bread and butter is, right? Recruiting for the program. You're trying to build this show to something that can be competitive next year in Conference USA. Or maybe it's going to be the Sun Belt. Because there's continued talk of a early exit from Conference USA by Marshall Old Dominion, and Southern Miss to start play in the Sun Belt in 2022. Now, this is from ESPN Lafayette. Dr. Brian Maggard, Director of Athletics, he said to ESPN Lafayette, I think you'll see all schools in all sports, with the exception of James Madison football, to start competing in the Sun Belt next season for the 2022-2023 academic year. Of course, James Madison has to transfer to Division I, to FBS. That's a two-year process. Are they ready to go now? Of course they're ready to go now. Will they get a waiver from the NCAA? I mean, there's a possibility there because, unfortunately, with the announcement that they were jumping up, their conference said, okay, you, you can't compete for conference championships. So... You're playing out the string waiting to go into now FBS. Back then it was 1A, 1AA, so you're moving up. Are you ready for a Sunbelt transition now? Would you like to see maybe Marshall go through Conference USA one more year? Be ready to go? I don't know if an accelerated pace would benefit Marshall, benefit Old Dominion. It would definitely benefit James Madison. Would it benefit Southern Miss? Would you like to see Marshall get everything in place first, get its pieces on the board where it needs to be, puzzle-wise, chessboard-wise, whatever, and then go into the Sun Belt the following season? Or do you want to see Marshall just jump, get out of this thing now? Let's go. Let's get out of here. Text line is open for you, 304-523-2275, 304-523-2275. So one more year, Conference USA. Can you handle one more year, Conference USA, or are you ready to go? Now, this isn't just football we're talking about. This is basketball. This is soccer. This is baseball. 
this is volleyball, this is track and field, swimming and diving, softball. You get the picture here. This is where it's at. Are you ready to go? You want to see Marshall just get in and go now? Make that jump or just transition? And I think a lot of it has to do with what happens with some of the other players in Conference USA as well. I mean, you want to leave on the on on a good note, right? I would think so. You don't want to burn your bridges. It feels like Western Kentucky, Middle Tennessee, something happened there. I know there was a lot of bad blood as those two programs left the Sun Belt to get into Conference USA, and you don't want to burn your bridges. Now, it's easy to say. I know. Very easy to say. You have a bad breakup. I mean, things are going to be said. Things are going to be done. I mean, I know it might sound like I'm talking about people, but we're talking about people, entities here. And I know a lot of the Sun Belt that was around then, a lot of the people that were there then are there now. And so you want to do everything right. You want to leave Conference USA correctly. I know some of you salt the earth, right? Just burn it down. Let's go. Salt the earth. Can't grow anything here anywhere. Well, you got to be careful. I mean, you might need relationships with some of those. Uh, I mean, and again, I get it. A lot of the Conference USA membership is leaving. And you would be on good ground with Western Kentucky, I'm sure, and Middle Tennessee for sure. Uh, I like FIU. I can't believe I'm saying that. A few years ago, I was like, yeah, okay, FIU, yeah. Yeah, all right, great addition. I like FIU. I like I like FIU, I think, better people-wise than I do FAU to a degree. It's just it feels like FIU is the engine that if someone put some gas in it, it could go somewhere, but there's no gas in the engine. That's how I feel about FIU right now. So there you go. What do you think? Get out of this thing. Let's just do it, right? Jump out. Find a way to get everything working schedule-wise. I guess you're going to have to change the schedule a little bit. You know, Maybe pick up James Madison, put him on the schedule, fill out, because if you get into conference play, you're going to lose a non-conference game with Appalachian State. Or do you want to play him twice? Let's just do that. Let's just play him twice. Play, yeah, let's do it. One at home, one on the road. It's just going to be like a series. I I think that's a good idea. That's a great idea. Play them twice. Why not? I mean, not do it back-to-back, but, you know, maybe play them in their non-conference spot and then maybe play them again towards the end of the year. I, I don't know. Uh, you probably want to work something out different-wise, schedule. You, yeah, because, again, you get Notre Dame on the schedule next year, so... Maybe you, you work James Madison in there. I don't know. Whatever the case may be. I'll leave it to you. 304-523-2275. 304-523-2275. Conference USA, all conference, all freshman teams are out. And guess what? There's some martial representation. These specialty awards are going to come out tomorrow. I'm putting money on Rasheen Ali being a freshman of the year, right? It's got to be. He's got to be freshman of the year. What do you think? He's pretty good. We'll talk about where he landed on these uh, conference teams. How many players the herd get? 18. That's pretty good. We'll talk about that when we continue later on. We'll hear a little bit more from Coach Huff. We'll take your phone calls as well. 877-420-TALK. 877-420-8255. 
That's the number to be a part of the White Claw Hard Seltzer phone line. And our text line is open as well, 304-523-2275. Now that you know all the details, you can be a part of the program. When we continue, we'll outline where Marshall ended up as far as representation on the all-conference and all-freshman teams. That's all coming up here when we continue with today's edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC. Still to come, we're going to hear from Coach Huff. Talk a little bit about this game coming up between Marshall and Louisiana. A preview to Marshall's future endeavors in the Sun Belt. This might be a preview to next season. This might be a preview to a couple of seasons from now. What do you think? I think Marshall can jump one year and done Conference USA. Just skip that transition year and just jump right into the Sun Belt. Or should Marshall wait a year? And there's a lot of push. James Madison wanted to get out, move on, get up to the FBS ranks. And, of course, I don't know how many people would miss Conference USA. So where are you at on that? 304-523-2275. 304-523-2275. I think a, an opponent is an opponent, for one. There'll be a lot of work that has to be done logistically just to know what you're doing, the travel plans, the travel patterns, where to go. All of that stuff can be worked out, right? You kind of like to have that year to transition, ease into it, just be able to make sure you know what you're doing, what the bylaws are, the rules are, everything about the league. And, of course, there's the excitement, just getting into a new league. At the same time, Conference USA, you want to be known as a program that holds to its commitments, now, you don't want to be the the last team turning off the lights in this thing, right? I mean, if Southern Miss goes, Old Dominion goes, well, you, you might as well go too. And what happens with the American? I mean, do we see some shifting there? I, I don't think that's going to happen. The, the Big 12 exodus is, is a, a year off. The American exodus is a year off, right? So that means the Conference USA exodus is a year off. Right? Because that would definitely, I don't know how much of a pinch that would put the league in, but at the same time, are you of the mindset, you just don't care. As a fan, let's get out of this thing. It's falling apart. It's not going to last much longer and whatever form it it takes, it's not going to be very good. Let's get out of this thing and and start our new lives in the Sun Belt Conference? Or are you are you down with just an extra transition year? I'll tell you what, though. Whatever the case may be, I hope Marshall is uh, going to be pretty good. You've got some options here as far as the Thundering Herd getting into this league next year. Football, again, the main focus. You know it's a football deal. All the other programs are following along, but I think it's going to be better for all the other programs just geographically. But you come in, you're not a slouch. Marshall, even though this is a a down year by some metrics, 
And even though you feel like that this is a a disappointing bowl game, if you believe some, if you go by some metrics and you go by some feelings that this is a it's a bad time slot, this is not a good game. Oh, how exciting is that? You know, if you're Louisiana, oh, you're playing Marshall, you're going to see them soon in conference. I mean, this might drum up some excitement for that matchup, right? I would think so. I think that would drum up some excitement for this matchup. Now, if it was two years off, I think this would be pretty cool. If it's one year off, okay, you know, it's a preview here. But I think Marshall's going to go into this game a lot better shape than you think. I think Marshall's going to go into conference play next year in a lot better shape than you think. Whatever conference Marshall will be competing in. And today, Conference USA sort of reaffirmed at least there's a, a positive note here, a positive opinion on what Marshall has. Running back Rasheen Ali, linebacker Abraham Boplan, offensive lineman Alex Millette selected to the league's first team. So congratulations to those young men. And then uh, defensive backs Micah Abraham, Stephen Gilmore named to the second team, along with kick returner Jaden Harrison and offensive lineman Will Ulmer. I like Will Ulmer. I think Will Ulmer is a first-teamer in my book. If I was handing out first team and second team, Will Ulmer is a first-teamer on my book. My ballot says Will Ulmer, first-teamer. Alex Millette is always a first-teamer in my book. Will Ulmer needs to be a first-teamer in some other people's books as well. Second team is nothing to be be disappointed in, but Will Ulmer is first-teamer in my book. I mean, yeah, I could be biased and say all these guys are first-teamers, but at the end of the day, Alex Millette is a first-teamer in my mind, and here it is. Will Ulmer, first-teamer in my mind, my book, second-teamer, Conference USA. To get to the second team is still pretty good, though, so let's not take anything away from him. Honorable mention, 11 herd players, long snapper, Zach Apo, defensive lineman, Kobe Cumberlander, Jamari Edwards and TJ Johnson, tight end, Xavier Gaines, wide receivers, Corey Gamage and Willie Johnson, Safety, Nazi Johnson. Defensive back, Corey McCoy. Linebacker, Eli Neal. And quarterback, Grant Wells. Honorable mention. I looked at the freshman team and I thought, okay, nobody on that team, but um, specialty awards come out tomorrow. Offensive player of the year, defensive player of the year, freshman of the year. How's that going to go? I'm going to tell you right now, if it doesn't go to a quarterback, it needs to go to Rasheen Ali, right? I don't get a vote, so I can't say. I get different votes, not for this one. However, I'm thinking something really, a nice award needs to be going to Rasheen Ali. Especially the awards come out tomorrow. We're going to find out. Let's go to the text line. 304-523-2275. This texter writes, The herd should go Sunbelt as soon as I sign off the air tonight. So at 559 
549-59-49. The herd should say, out. Jeff O'Malley should be drafting it right now, if he hasn't already. Drafting it. Hey, we're out. As of the end of Paul Swan's show tonight, 559-50. You know what? Let's make sure we time it right. 559-49. Let's let's go with there. Let's just give ourselves a, a second just to get it right. A little cushion there. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I want Marshall to always have a good reputation and to not burn bridges, but at the same time, I'm okay with that. Pay your money. Here you go. We know there's a financial penalty for this, so here you go. We're out. It's been fun. Hey, Western, call us. Hey, Middle, uh, we'll check in with you. Don't, don't, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we're still friends, Middle. We're still friends. We'll check in with you. It's okay. Uh, we'll, we'll let you know how we're doing. Hey, but Western, make sure to call us, okay? That's what the relationship's going to be, right? You're going to see a lot more Western, a lot less of middle. I like middle. I like playing middle. I don't like playing middle with middle, but I like playing middle. It's like, hey, look, no, sorry, no, no. You want to play us? You're coming to Huntington every single time. I would not accept a home and home with middle. Take all home games in Huntington. Play them neutral location if you need to. Just no more road trips to Murfreesboro. Not doing it. That should be definitely a no-no from now on. Don't do that one. But, yeah, do a home-and-home with with Western. That would be cool. I don't know. Could you do that every year? The way the schedules are going to work out in the future, would you want to lock yourself in a non-conference game with Western Kentucky every single year, or do you want to see other you want to see other teams? You know, you want to see new people, right? New venues, new vistas. I mean, get together here, every, like like have a class reunion every few years with with them. You know, hey, how you doing? Uh, I'm sure uh, the folks who run the Moonshine Throwdown podcast would tell me, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Stop the crazy talk. We need to do this every year. I talked to those guys a while ago. You know, when all this uh, conference realignment was coming out, I actually got on this, you know, spaces with them on Twitter, and I really thought, you know what? I'm, I'm. This is growing on me. As the conference is breaking up, the Moonshine Throwdown has has finally grown on me as a name. I finally warmed up to it, and now we're breaking up. But. It might be a good thing. See you see you later, Conference USA. See you later. Move on to the Sun Belt. I mean, it'll be a logistical challenge for the schedule. You want to have a balanced schedule. You don't want to do unbalanced schedule. You want to make sure it works for the Sun Belt. You want to make sure that it works for every team involved. And I know James Madison wants to get this thing rolling, and I don't blame him. We'll get your phone calls in 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Text line 304-523-2275. More coming up on today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Our text line is open, 304-523-2275, 304-523-2275. 
Texter writes, get Western Kentucky in a rotation with ECU, OU, and play one of the three every year as a non-conference opponent. I like that. Get to play the moonshine throwdown, right? Get to go back and forth. Yeah, and I think in the other sports, you can do Western Kentucky every year as a non-conference opponent. You can have them on the schedule every year. This makes perfect sense. You have to. OU needs to be on most other schedules every year and basketball, whatever sport, you, you need to make that happen. I think those make perfect sense. ECU is a great football opponent. You can have ECU on the schedule every few years. Go to ECU. A few years later, bring ECU back into Huntington. Make a perfect schedule. Great connection there. Great fan base. You would like to be in a conference with them, but since that's not the case, get them on the schedule. So I like that. Of course, Western Kentucky was probably the closest to anything on this Conference USA slate that was a true rival in anything. And it's still a haul to get to Western Kentucky. Now, I don't know where ultimately you're going to look at the Sun Belt and think where will the genuine rivalry be. Where's the true rivalry going to be here? In this thing. What's the school that you're just going to link up with? Because in the Southern Conference, it was UT Chattanooga. It was the Thundering Herd and Chattanooga, the Moccasins. It was fun. Those were the days, right? If you remember back those days, you know that it was a fun rivalry. Just like the two programs were like, hey, we're rivals. Let's do this. Almost the same with Western Kentucky, just about. I think if I'm comparing now, I can't wait to hear your responses to this. I know I know it sounds like I'm setting you up, and I am. But I think Marshall versus Chattanooga was a better rivalry. Basketball for sure. Football, you might have me with Western Kentucky. Basketball, Marshall, Chattanooga. That was a fantastic rivalry, and I haven't seen a better rivalry in basketball for Marshall since. Changed my mind. 304-523-2275. The phone line is 877-420-TALK. Brought to you by White Claw Heart Seltzer. Made pure. Coach Huff had a chance to catch up with him yesterday during his event, and we talked a little bit about the bowl game and what's going on with the preparations for the New Orleans Bowl and Louisiana. And this is going to be a fun game for the for the players, right? That's the whole point. Doesn't matter if Paul Swan likes this game. At the end of the day, you want to obviously make sure that the players, the student athletes, are the ones having the most fun. Even though you might not like the matchup. You might not like the destination. You might not like the time of the game. You might not like the TV network it's on. You might not like any of that. You might you don't care about the opponent or the time or you don't like the destination or the night it's on. You don't like any of that. Doesn't matter. You can go either go to it, you can watch it on TV, you can go to it, or you can not. But if the players are having a good time, then I, at the end of the day, all my objections, whatever those may be, are moot. 
It doesn't matter if Paul Swan doesn't like the time. doesn't matter if Paul Swan doesn't like the opponent. doesn't matter if Paul Swan thinks that it's going to be on TV too late or it's a terrible day. doesn't matter. I have options here. Actually, I don't since we do a pregame and postgame, so I'll be here. But you have options. You cannot watch the game. You cannot go to the game. You got, you got options. You can do that. I don't like it. I'm not going to buy a ticket. I don't like it. I'm not going to watch it. Okay. The players, however, if they're having a good time, my objections mean nothing. And so I'm happy for these young men because, on the one hand, I think there are too many bowl games. Absolutely think there are too many bowl games. So many of these matchups are just, I'm not interested. Meh. Like, really, that's, okay, that's the best you can put together is a football game. Okay. Hey, let's make up a game, too, so we can get more teams in. Yeah, not fo- not feeling it. However, if the players are having fun, I'm not going to tell a kid, hey, sorry. You know, I think I think there are too many bowl games, so, uh, yeah, you yeah, you know that bowl you're in? Yeah, yeah, it's going away. But at the end of the day, it's a balance. Are the kids there to have fun? Yes. Are the kids there to go and win the football game? Yes. There's a balance there. You're just not showing up. This isn't a participation event uh, where you just show up and everybody packs you on the back. Uh, if you go to this thing, your fan base wants you to win. Your coaches want you to win. And so you got to do that balance act between having fun and having the time and time management to make sure that it's not interfering with the business at hand. And this is a, a new regime. Coach Huff, this is our first time with him experiencing what bowl season looks like with him at the helm. So I asked him, hey, what's uh, what's the trick here? You're going to be trying to manage these kids having fun at the same time taking care of business. Yeah, well, our, our, our motto is, is, as always, is be where your feet are, right? You know, especially when you're, you know, on the road, um, you know, the bowl game, you're going to be there for a week. Um, you know, so I want the guys to enjoy, you know, New Orleans and everything the bowl has, you know, offer, has to offer. Um, but also when it's time to meet, we got to be ready to meet. When it's time to practice, we got to be ready to practice. So um, I called, I talked to the team today before we came over for the banquet. You know, the leaders are going to have to do a really good job of leading. Um, you know, when it's time to have fun, it's time to, you know, listen to some great New Orleans music and eat some great food, and we, we should be enjoying ourselves. But when it's time to practice and lock in, we got to be able to do that. So we got to be where our feet are. Um, hopefully we got a mature team, um, and hopefully our maturity helps with that. Be where your feet are. It's going to be in New Orleans, and it's going to be against the home team. The home team. You can say what you will. It's a neutral game, right? Neutral location. No, no, no. It's the home team, Louisiana. So what do we know about New Orleans Bowl opponent, Louisiana? Traveling on the plane, I was able to watch a bunch of games on all three sides of the ball. Um, they're, they're good. I mean, they got a really good quarterback. He does a really good job of kind of uh, controlling the offense or managing the offense, getting the offense going. Um, they've got some big tight ends, you know, um, that are physical. They create a lot of challenges for you on defense because of their multi-formation, their formation into the boundary. They're unbalanced. Um, they motion, you know, they play with 12, 11 different personnels. Um, so it's going to be, it's going to cause challenges for us to be able to align, uh, match personnels, match formations the right way. Um, offensively, 
Um, for us, defensively, they're, they're a long group. You know, they're physical up front. Um, I think they've played a really good brand of football at a high level, you know, speed-wise. Uh, they, they run pretty well. And then special teams, you can tell they're sound. You know, it, it, it's a reflection of your offensive defense of how sound your special teams are. So I think it's going to be a combination of, of challenge for us from a personnel standpoint because physically they have good players. Um, and then scheme-wise, what they do really causes a lot of challenge on both sides of the ball. So he knows what's up. Because, again, he's been traveling. What do you do on a plane? You're on your phone, right? You're on your tablet, right? You're on your laptop, right? You're doing work. A lot of people get more work done on the plane than they do here in the office or at home. So, yeah, he knows what's up about them. However, one thing he's pretty certain about is he was asked this question. I mean, this is a ranked team. This is a team that – I mean, Marshall's faced ranked teams before. So, first of all, this isn't new. Marshall doesn't have an outstanding record win-loss-wise against ranked teams, but it's not as if Marshall's never faced a ranked team. It's not as if Coach Huff has never faced a ranked opponent in his coaching career. I mean, he's been in some bigger games, right? He outlined that a few weeks ago, what games he was in. So he's been in some big situations. So he has a different metric. He was asked, is this sort of like a measuring stick for the program, playing this game against Louisiana, Sunbelt Conference champion, ranked opponent, and this isn't the metric that he's measuring this against. So he doesn't think this is a measuring stick game for the Thundering Herd. Didn't mean any disrespect, but that's not where his program's at, and he really doesn't know where Louisiana's program's at. Um, I, I, don't, I don't really think it's a measuring stick. You know, we, we kind of measure how we play and how we progress throughout the year. Um, I don't know their story, you know, so I don't know, you know, why they're in the position they're in. I don't know if they feel they should be ranked higher, lower, whatever it may be, you know. So we try to measure, you know, our progress based on our tempo and our pace. Um, but it will be a good opportunity um, for us to have another challenging opponent. You know, you want to continue each week to play really good opponents. And, and that's what we've done. We've had some really good um, opponents this year, and this is a really good way to end it and cap it off. So not a measuring stick game. Again, different metric, different way to measure your progress. If you win this game and you play terrible, that's that's a metric there. If you lose this game but play great, and there's a metric there as well, which one's more valid? You're going to look at the metrics that you set for your team, and you're going to judge your team by where you're trying to be. Finally, Billy Napier, head coach of Louisiana, he's heading off for different pastures. So you're coaching against a team that has an interim coaching staff, interim head coach. This isn't the head coach that you're preparing for that you've seen on film when you look at past games, right? And so is there anything that's different that goes into this? Is it business as usual? Coach Huff addressed that. And, of course, he's hoping that some um, not only are some coaches leaving, that some players are leaving as well with Coach Napier. Uh, I, I think it's business as usual unless he starts taking players. I mean, if he wants to take some players, I'd be all for it, man. I, I'll actually help him if he wants. Um, but, no, I mean, at this point in the season, you're going to do what you've done well all year, right? Um, you know, obviously there, there are going to be, you know, some coaches that transition, but the players are going to be the players and they're going to be the ones that are going to be responsible for the execution. 
Um, you know, I'm sure in, in their building they want to finish the season the right way, just like we do. Um, you know, at this point in the season, you, you know, coaches are not recreating the wheel. You know who you are. You know what you do well. You know what your, you know, your bread and butters are. You know what you stand on. Um, obviously, there will be, you know, game plan adjustments, but, um, you know, what you see is kind of what you're going to get. You know, they're going to be able to run the ball efficiently. They're going to be able to throw the ball um, off the play action. They're going to be stout on defense to stop in the run. They're going to contest the pass in the air. Um, so that's what they're going to do, you know, and I expect to see um, what we've seen, you know, consistently from them throughout the year and especially the back half of the year as things develop um, to be the same thing on Saturday. Coach Huff addressing the media, talking about the game. I don't think he's worried about anything changing. I mean, how much will you see change unless players leave? Unless players are leaving, declining to play the bowl game. And we've had that happen here in the recent past. Players declining to play in the bowl game because it did not fit their best interest and you can't blame these young men for looking out for their best interest as much as some people as much as fans sometimes feel that they're being put upon that these kids are obligated to them we haven't seen that come out yet there hasn't been really a list of uh, players announced that are not participating in the bowl game so you know I think you're going to get Louisiana, you're going to get Sun Belt champion Louisiana in the New Orleans Bowl. When we continue, we're going to talk soccer with you. A couple of Marshall soccer players named as uh, members or invitees to the Major League Soccer College Showcase. We'll tell you which two players are invited. We'll take your text at 304-523-2275. That's the text line. The phone line is 877-420-TALK. Brought to you by White Claw Heart Seltzer, made pure. Final segment coming up, your texts, your phone calls, more of the show when we continue with ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. We're wrapping up today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Still time for your text at 304-523-2275. Of course, the phone line is there for you as well at 877-420-TALK. It is brought to you by White Claw Hard Seltzer, and it is made pure. Good news for soccer today. I think this is going to be the standard for Marshall soccer for years to come. You've got a couple of players, two seniors, that are named as invites Total 44 invitees to the Major League Soccer College Showcase and Vitor Diaz and Pedro Dolabella named as the only Conference USA invitees to this showcase. So you're going to see this, I think, as part of what makes a good group of players for Marshall. Is it pro-interest You know, you look at how classes perform, not only as far as how well did the team perform while they were there, how well they left the program compared to when they got there. You know, there are lots of metrics. We can can make up anything we want to, and here's one. Were they pro-worthy? And, of course, the ultimate goal for these young men are to go to Marshall, 
get better as individuals and get ready for their professional lives, their life after college. And, of course, for these young men, life after college means playing MLS. Here's an opportunity for a young man to come and showcase himself at Marshall University, get seen, get recognized, and then have an opportunity for well events like this, getting drafted, getting picked up by uh, an MLS team. I think you're going to see that more and more. That's going to be a sell. That's going to be something that you can you can build upon, I think, anyway. I mean, how easy is it to go into a kid's home and say, look, here's what we did. We made the College Cup. We have played consistently in the playoffs. We get in every year. We weren't doing that years ago. Now we do it every year. We've even won the thing. We have a good shot at doing it again. We play in a strong conference, and people recognize our program, see our program, and you'll get seen. And if you perform well against really good competition, you might have a shot at making the pros. That would be a sell as well. Because when you look at, okay, am I going to Alabama because of the academics, or am I going to Alabama because I might get seen and win a Heisman Trophy, win uh, some sort of award, NFL contract, you know, things like that. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying the education is bad at Alabama. But if you're going for pure education, is it Alabama? Is it? Is it Alabama? Is is it straight up the academics are the sell when you go to Alabama? I mean, I'm sure the a- academics are fine at Alabama, but that's not the sell. Nick Saban's not rolling in. Maybe he is. I don't know. Maybe he is. Nick Saban's not rolling into uh, someone's home and says, "Hey, here's um, here's our ag department here. That yeah, I think you would be. You know, this will be great for you." Do they even have an ag department at? Um, do they do agriculture at Alabama? I don't know. That's that sounds like internship work there. That's intern work to uh, to let me know what the educational programs are at Alabama. You get my point though. Uh, these are these are tools. Plus, just a great group of young men, and I think kids come into programs they buy with their eyes. Yes, I am taking that from Doc Holliday. They buy with their eyes, and they see good facilities. They see potential to be seen. Honestly, you want to go where it feels right to you and it's the best situation possible for you to to get better. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what the whole purpose of this is, to get better. You go to the university to get better. For, for these young men, I mean, we've been denying it for years. For a lot of these student-athletes, the playing sports is the opportunity to get better in whatever academic pursuit you are you are going down, whatever that journey is to prepare yourself for life after sports. You're using sports to get you to the next level. For a lot of kids, it's I'm trying to get to the next level of sports. And you look at these programs and you think, okay, what's going to help me? Where am I at? Where can I get better? What program's going to help me maybe make that jump to the next level? Every kid's different. That's um, that's why we play the games, right? That's going to do it for this edition of the show here on ESPN 94.1 at AM 930. 
Uh, I'm being told by the intern that there are actually no academic programs at Alabama. That can't be right. No academic program? It's just a football factory? Good help is hard to find. Well, have a, have a great night, everyone. We'll talk to you tomorrow. WRBC Huntington, W231BS Huntington, broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 at AM 930. West Virginia Metro.